It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good Friday morning. KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Amanda Dixon. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story this hour. One person is dead and others injured after a house explodes in northern Utah. We begin our live team coverage with Hugo Rickard-Bell live on the scene in Cache County. Hugo? Amanda, what can I say? First thing you see when you get it, or the first thing that happens when you get out of the car is you can smell the burning in the air. Uh, it's still very dark, so it's hard to see exactly uh, what's happened to the building. But what I can tell you from what I can see is whatever did cause this explosion certainly made a good crack at it. The house or the building is absolutely destroyed. Here's what we know. Two people have been taken to hospital in critical condition, and it was found out around midnight this morning that one person was trapped inside and did perish. Uh there's a loan officer on the scene locking down the, uh, just sort of securing it. Uh, but at this stage, until more services show up as the light sort of comes into the sky, uh, it's pretty quiet here. I'll bring you updates throughout the morning as the scene unfolds. Reporting live, Hugo Ricard-Bell, KSL News Radio. KSL TV's Andrew Adams also spent the night on the scene of the explosion talking with investigators who are tasked with finding out how this happened. Investigators really aren't sure how this started. They are looking at the cause of this fire. The state fire marshal is on scene. We're told liquid propane experts are on scene. So makes you wonder if propane was somehow involved in this, but they're trying to get to the bottom of that. We will continue to update this story as soon as new information becomes available. In Weber County, one person died after getting caught in an avalanche. This is the first fatal avalanche in two years in the state. The Utah Avalanche Center is warning avalanche conditions will get much worse with the current storm hitting the state. The mountains could get anywhere from 20 to 30 inches of heavy wet snow. We do have some power outages this morning. Rocky Mountain Power says the biggest outages are in the Salt Lake Valley, where over 2,300 homes and businesses are currently in the dark. They hope to have the power back on in most places by 8.30. The Utah legislature passed a record number of bills in its six-week session, but spent only a few minutes on most of them. KSL News Radio's Dan Bomas begins our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. BYU political science professor Adam Brown tracks the bills and the time spent working on them in an online database. KSL.com reports lawmakers spent less than 10 minutes on average debating and voting on each one. 929 bills were introduced, 575 were passed. That's one more than the previous record. Brown's data shows the House spent only 65 hours total considering bills on the floor. That's 10 hours less than the previous session. The Senate spent 66 hours. Dan Bomas, KSL News Radio. Some members of the State Board of Education are not happy about how many education related bills were passed this session. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz continues our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. The board held a recap discussion of the session yesterday. 116 education related bills passed. Board member Cindy Davis said even more were filed. 299 bills, bill files introduced this year that all would impact 
education. I mean, they all didn't pass, but over 100 passed, and it's it's too many. Carol Lear taking issue with some of those coming from individual members of the board. Individual board members were working on maybe even initiating rule or bills that confuse legislators. The chair, Jim Moss, saying members can act alone. He added that lawmakers are receptive to the board being involved sooner in the bill-making process. Lindsay Eretz, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. A Texas man has been charged with kidnapping after authorities say he held a woman captive for years inside a locked trailer in North Harris County. The woman tells police she was held at gunpoint and was unable to escape. Prosecutors laid out the allegations in the suspect's first court hearing. The defendant had kept the complainant locked, in, locked inside a trailer for approximately four years. How many years? The dam said four. four. The woman inside was finally able to access a phone and call for help. Fire crews had to use power tools to cut through the security bars to finally get her out. First look traffic on this Friday morning takes us over to you, Andy. Well, Amanda, it depends on where you are. You're going to see wet roads at the south end of the Salt Lake Valley. You're not really going to see that as you get closer to downtown, but you'll get blasted by winds all along I-80 and coming into the Salt Lake Valley, especially for those of you who are traveling east and west. Uh, and then uh, on the uh, Park City side of the mountains, we've got snow coming down pretty hard right now in Summit County. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. If you're traveling through the Salt Lake International Airport, there is some brand new security tech at the TSA say check-in. KS on his radio's Dale Spaulding has the story. Get to the airport, check in bags, wait in line, get to the security desk. Oh wait, where's your ticket? Where's your ID? The TSA's newest tech makes sure all you need is your phone. TSA spokesperson Lori Danker says their new CAT2 unit takes a picture of the traveler to verify their ID, and with digital ID options now available in Utah, all you need to do is scan your phone. You approach the CAT2 unit, you place your phone under the reader, that's all that you do. It pulls up the information off your driver's license. The tablet takes your picture. And once that match is made, you're going to be waved in. Danker says this way, you don't need to worry about exchanging documents or losing tickets again. Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. Morning will come an hour earlier on Sunday. So how do you avoid that dreaded daylight saving hangover after the clock springs forward? Experts say it's good to get some light first thing in the morning and try not to sleep in an extra hour on Sunday. There are actually higher numbers of fatal car accidents, heart attacks and strokes, greater rates of suicidal thoughts and depression symptoms, and even emergency room visits. Psychologist Dr. Jade Wu at Duke University says the time change may seem simple, but it does cause a lot of problems for a lot of people. The heat is on in Hollywood, just two days away from this year's Academy Awards. The heat is also on for those of us still trying to watch all those Oscar-nominated films. Don't think you can watch all ten Best Picture noms before Sunday? Well, buckle up. Top Gun Maverick is available now on Amazon and on Paramount+. Plus. But if you're looking for something more grounded, Women Talking is about a group of Mennonite women deciding if they should leave their secluded colony. It's only 104 minutes long, the shortest nominee this year, and it's available on Amazon or YouTube. From Mennonites to the mega wealthy on a mega yacht, Triangle of Sadness is streaming now on Hulu. And All Quiet on the Western Front is streaming on Netflix. ABC's Will Gans reporting. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. 
But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.